Hey guys, this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in, in the, the Mouth. Lego. We made it to another week. Festivities, events, people, kids, dogs, friends. Okay. Ooh, we just hyped up today. Ooh, ooh, Fino ooh, is ooh, ooh, very. Yes. Welcome back for another week of this podcast. Now, your Rey de Chisme is here to tell you what the Chisme was for the week. All right, let's hear it. Let's get it rolling. First off, Chloe and Tristan are no more, but he wants to sing Happy Birthday to her again. No. Again? Yeah. When did he sing it the first time? Last year. And now he's back to sing it again (laughs) this year, but he isn't. And True is not having it. He said, Daddy, you need to figure out your life. Chloe, love you. Happy Birthday. If you're listening to this. I know you partied all night long. How did she turn? Um, you know what? I a lady never reveals her age, so it's she, okay she if you never, don't know Fina. You can just say I don't know. She can't tell us. She doesn't <laughs> tell us. She does, she's not going to tell us at all. But yeah, how was your week? Oh no, we're back to the cheese again. Um, Britney Spears. Uh huh. Yeah. Conspiratorship. She came out. She told the court what was going on. It was linked. Was it planned? I believe so. Wait, wait, wait. What did you call it? The conspirator. The con. You. I can't say it again because my <laughs> words are stuttering. But y'all know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anybody else? Anything else interesting? Going Anything on? else? We are going to stick on a topic with this. 13 years with her dad living her life, like having her telling her when she, yeah. what she can do when she can do it. You know what my belief is after this whole thing is lifted off of her is that she's going to be bigger than she was before. She's going to headline the Super Bowl by herself instead of having NSYNC and everybody else behind her. And she's going to have an album. It's going to be at number one. And it's going to stay at number one for many weeks. She's going to make so much money. So much. She's going to be Beyonce again. Oh, I'm just saying Beyonce. Britney Spears, we believe in you. We hope that you are out here and you can live your best life. And you can have more kids. Have you seen her boyfriend? You know he was a backup dancer at one point, right? When she first started. What does he do now? I don't know his name. I thought you were going to ask me for his name. I don't know. It's a a name, but it's a hard one. I'm about to look it up. Britney Spears' boyfriend. Right. He, well, now, you asked what he's doing. I'm like, now he's eye candy for Britney Spears. (laughs) He's holding that hand, making sure that she's okay. But for a moment, I was like, they were saying that her sister, what is her sister? Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Who is? His name is Sam Ascari. Mm Mm-hmm. Try saying that three times. Oh, he's kind of cute. Right. They've been together since 2016. Yeah. They've been together for a hot minute. Mm, interesting. But because she's in part of this whole like thing with her dad, she can't do nothing. Conservatorship. Conservatorship. Say that three times while, mm-hmm. while you pause this real quick. Mm-hmm. Conservatorship. 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 Bang, bang, bang. Ooh, we making a song. Brittany, we just, we just made your next song. It's going to be called Conservatorship. For and real. it's going to hit number one. And then they're going to make a documentary. And it's going to go viral. <laughs> Get yourself a good TikTok. But yeah. Oh. Phoenix <laughs> over here breaking the merchandise and whatnot. But yeah, I'm just like, so we we giving up high hopes. We praying for you, Brittany. You know, come out with a good single. Come out with some new concert. She's gonna have a war tour and it's gonna be hot. Yes, I'm speaking to existence. He said world, not war tour. World tour. <laughs> enunciate. Don't make fun of me for enunciating. You need to enunciate. World tour. 
Mm-hmm. Over here breaking the merchandise. It was already broken. It was. Well, yours was. So anyways. now that we got the cheese man out of the way, because, you know, we can be talking about all this other stuff going crazy. But how was your weekend? What did I do this weekend? It was good. <sighs> yeah. What did you do? I don't. We went to dinner. Ooh, seafood. <laughs> and you didn't even tell me about it. What? How was it? Uh, it was it was really nice. Yeah. Was it worth going back to, though? Yeah, we want to go back. We want, it was raining when we went, and I would definitely go back and sit outside on mm. the marina, on the deck where you can see the boats and stuff. So. The marina? Well, it's on where a... Where did you go? It's on a lake. Where did you go? Louisiana? Uh, it was called Marina 27. Mm. It was, like, out somewhere in Missouri. Don't ask me for directions. She can, can you drive back? No. GPS. <laughs> <laughs> Go back through her memories. It's like, like, 40, yes. it's like 40 minutes from here. 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Dang. But it, was, it was nice. She went out to the country. It was a lake. It was a lake. Mm. It was a lake. It was good. But yeah, it was they good. They had to catch my own seafood and everything. Yeah. Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. How do you do everything by myself? I'm weak. What else did you do? I we went to brunch that you were supposed to go to Sunday for, for the float trip. Well, I already had plans. I told I already told her I was like I can't, won't be able to make it. I already had plans. By the time you guys were already done is when I was done with my plans. And I was like, okay, cool. I go, that's fine. Oh, and then but, we went to go watch uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Which how was that? I didn't know there was that many movies, but. It was good. It was, yeah. I mean, it's an action film. Sorry, Vin Diesel. She does not keep up with the franchise. That's too many. Nine of them? Nine of them. That's too many. But I feel like the storyline changed, like, since maybe three, four. See, I saw the first three. And maybe number seven, if I remember correctly. Uh, Yeah. So So Fast and Furious, and then... Too Fast, Too Furious. And then Tokyo Drift? And then Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. And then I think I saw number seven. She waited like five years <laughs> well, because to go watch the other ones. <laughs> it's, oh my God. I'm so weak. It's not like something that I'm like, oh my God, I have to see it. Like we went for Joe because Joe wanted to see it. And oh. I mean, it's an action movie, so I knew the girls were going to sit through it. So Okay. It was good. Was it good? What would you give? How many popcorns would you give it? Out of Six 10? out of ten. Six out of ten? That's not good. In my personal opinion, I mean, John Cena's in it. I can't get over his facial structure. No? No. Did you see Cardi? How did Cardi do? She was, yeah, I didn't even know she was making a cameo. She was, I mean. I heard she's in the next one, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. They're going to start filming in January. January of 2022. How many films do you think they can get out of this franchise? They're only doing 10 and 11, and he's done. Eleven movies. Eleven. Can you imagine, like, mm-hmm. going, like, getting older and going? Oh, you know what? Let's have a Fast and the Furious marathon. And you guys have a Fast and the Furious marathon. You go from there. It's me. It's gonna be a good date night. Maybe you might make a baby. That isn't. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I'd rather do a Harry Potter marathon. Uh, I. So HBO Max is on my list, and the list is not where you want to be. HBO Max. They just put Harry Potter at the beginning of the month, and now it's leaving tomorrow. That's your fault. I've seen all seven. Oh, I've the, seen. Girl, the girls have seen all seven. I've seen all seven too. I've seen, and I want to, but I wanted to watch it again. I can't be like I want to be able to like I want to be able to watch Harry Potter like I watched Twilight on Hulu. I feel like Twilight's not leaving Hulu for a while, and now it's gonna be on Netflix. I got more choices now. 
Yeah, I feel like Netflix and Hulu are one and the same, honestly. For the most part. I feel like a lot of the stuff on Hulu you can find on Netflix and vice versa. You know what I want for Netflix and Hulu is I want them to provide me over a list. Like, just have a list on the actual application so that I can go down and I can be able to see what movies... Because when they go like, oh, what's trending, what's good... You know you can search. I can search, but I don't want to search if I don't know what movie I want to watch. Like, when I type in T, the help comes up. I go, okay, I can definitely watch that. But if I put in a different movie, like if I want to watch Beaches or see if Beaches is on Then you search Netflix, Beaches. Right. But I'm just saying, if they make it more easier for me, I can definitely be able to watch more movies. I just started Grey's Anatomy again because there's nothing else I want to search for. Mm. But then, again, I'm, I, think, I feel like the only reason I'm watching Grey's Anatomy again is because I was cooking dinner and I needed something to listen to. Yeah, that's how I am, too. I just have to have background noise. Like I, right. I've been watching uh, Will and Grace. I haven't watched that. I've watched a couple episodes, but I haven't watched it. Is that on Netflix, too? It's on Hulu. Oh, so we got commercials. Do you got commercials? Excuse me. Do I sound or look like somebody who pays for commercials? <gasps> you don't, you don't have, you have the non-commercial ones? Yes. Oh, you need to send me that link I don't quick. even like watching commercials during the, like, regular TV. I want to get that no commercials, but I'm like, oh, do I want to pay extra? I'd be, like, so confused. So confused. But, Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're at a standstill. <laughs> we are because I'm just like, you're getting distracted and we're trying to stay on a topic. Um, well, speaking of Will and Grace, though, we are, so we are recording, this isn't live, as you guys might know, but we are recording the last, tomorrow's the last day of Pride Month. Yes. So when you're listening, when you guys listen to this, it'll be July 1st, but this is technically the Tuesday before. So don't get confused if you guys hear us talking about, oh, this is the last day or this is the day before last day of, oh my God, I'm rambling. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying, right? This is the last episode before we pause for a month. And so we're going to, since we're recording here in June, you guys are going to listen to it on July 1st. So we're definitely, um, well, we are basically just dedicating this last episode for the month of June towards Pride Pride Month. So as you all know, or as you guys know, I don't know why I like the word, why I'm using the word y'all, because I always correct people <laughs> whenever they use the word y'all. I mean, you guys have to say you guys, because that's, I feel like that's just more vocabulary more professional and, and maybe it's a Midwest way. thing. I feel like it is, and it gets annoying when the people say y'all or they tap out y'all. I'm like, you guys, yes. Um, but you guys, as you know, is that I am gay, and so I did. Are you? Com- yeah, this is my coming out story <laughs> <laughs> to Carmen. This is my coming out story. Okay? I had no idea, guys, <laughs> no idea at all. So for many, many years, I want to say that when I was in middle school, I felt the attraction towards the same sex. Um, I am from a small town in Arizona. Shout out to AZA. Um, And so, and my... The town itself was very much Catholic. It was very church, like church religious. Hardcore. You went Catholic. To, I want to say hardcore Catholic, but you definitely got remembered that, or we got reminded every week that church is on Sunday. You better be there, um, that so that everybody knows you're going. And 
because it's it's a small town, so everybody knows everybody. If somebody got pregnant or... It's a small world after, after all. <laughs> um, so if something happened to you, the 30 minutes later, everybody in the town is going to know. Regardless of how big this town was, how many people, the town was going to know. If your daughter got pregnant, if you got pregnant, if your husband got in a fight with your with the man you're cheating on him with, like people are going to know. And so coming out... Um, in middle school definitely would have been hard only because I would have felt that I was that I was going to be judged in sense of a way. Like now being an adult and finding out the stories that um what people were doing, I'm like, oh, I go, I could have done been myself mm-hmm. back then and people like would have been totally fine with it or people would have like I mean still been like undercover, but you definitely would have been still making them appointments if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but ended up leaving the small town to come to KC. And so I did start off high school. For that time, I want to say I still was in the closet. So I still would basically just hide and I would talk to I would talk to girls. I would I was in a couple of relationships to be honest. Um, did I force myself into those relationships? I did only because I wanted to keep a persona of like, oh, this is who you are. And like, I feel like my mom at one point was like, she knew. And so she questioned it. Mm-hmm. And so we like, I don't want to say we had this big argument, but she like shouted to me like, are you gay? Do you like guys? Like, do you like dick? Like, uh, like just all these questions. She asked like, if you like dick? Right. And it's just like, it was just. No, she did? Yes. Oh, shit. And it was just like crazy because it's like, I don't know how to answer that because I'm still young and I'm still like seeing how I'm growing up. And for her to come attack me that way, I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. Like, why are you going to ask me that for? Like, I got a whole ass girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was just like, it was super weird. Um, and then. I just like feelings towards the same sex just started to build and build. And like, I would see, like I would see myself. I'm like, if only I was able to come out, I would be able to be myself. I would be able to just have more fun and be more happy instead of being this all sad, super serious, like stay, keep your head in the books, make sure you get to into the right colleges and all this other stuff, all this other stuff. I feel that, I would have had a high school, more of a normal high school life like everybody else, like like yourself. Like, I feel what you went out to parties in high school, right? Sure. Sure. Some, yeah. Like, at what age did you start? Like, was it more of like 16? You started going out to parties (laughs) in college? I mean, I went to a few, don't get me wrong, but I didn't really start like living my best life till like maybe my senior year of high school. Oh shit. So you did it. You weren't out there like a party animal during like during no. the week while like, everybody else was. No. People in my class, they would go like, I went to a party last night. I got drunk. I did this. I'm like, no, I can't do all that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you totally look like the person who would though. No, That's why I wild out. In, in my college? early in my early twenties. <laughs> oh my goodness, we live the same life. Cause I didn't start partying until I was eighteen. Till after, like once I graduated high school, right, yeah. I would like I went to parties. I that's when I started drinking, and then college came, and that's when like it started to spiral. I mm-hmm. mean, that's why that's why I didn't graduate college yet. I'm in a pause moment. I've been on a break for like nine years. Damn, female. Right. <laughs> and I haven't come to like realization of like saying I'm a college dropout. Like I said, nope. I Beauty paused. school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, so after high school, like I definitely um, tried to tell myself, like, look, you need to be more out there. But I feel that when I went off to college and I made the friends that I made is that they already had their assumption of like my sexuality. Like I didn't have to come out. I didn't have to state. I remember when you told me, well, I think it was like we were at dinner, right? We were at Applebee's. Was it Applebee's? I don't remember. And it was only a few years ago. I don't remember where. I'm pretty sure we were at Applebee's and you were like, guys, I'm gay. And I was like, no, you're <laughs> gay. Like what? Right. It was, and it was really, it was different um, because it felt like after. So here we're going back to college is that they automatically knew. I feel like the people who are, were close to me already knew. And like, we definitely just went and just had our normal fun. Like I didn't have to come out and go like, you guys, like I'm gay. I didn't have to do all that. Right. Like, they just saw my automatically knew, like, out of nowhere, like, it became... Um, I think... I sound far, sorry. I think we were waiting for you to just become comfortable enough to yourself to where you could just be like, yeah. And say just, it. Yeah, just say it. Because everybody knew. We were just waiting for you to just be like, all right, guys, I'm gay. Right. And it was just like, it was, I don't know, like, after college and after coming home, it did take me a few more years um, because... Just a reminder is that I didn't come out until I was 27. So, do you remember that girlfriend that you had right before you came out? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I still talk to her. Oh. Yeah, she's married now. Oh. I know. <laughs> I like, I dodged a bullet. I'm just kidding. If you're listening to this, it's, it's okay. We, we, your, your assumptions were right. My was just, I was trying to just keep myself from going, from, from bringing stressed out and things like that. But um, through my early 20s um, to, like, probably 20, 25, 26 is where, like, I was being questioned all the time. And you know how when they say that a drunk mind speaks the truth? Right. I can't tell you how many times I was asked the same question every weekend. And because every weekend I was super drunk. And people asking me, like, are you gay? Are you gay? I'm just like, nah, I'm not. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Right? Like, it, like, really, don't come for me. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm here. You're my friend. If I was, I definitely will let you know. And then finally, I was, it was weird because I, I actually came out to Jaime and his family, the first people. Uh, we were out drinking. It was what? It was Jaime, Mirna, Ivan, Carla, Isaac. And we're all at Jaime's garage. And I was, I wouldn't say I was like super drunk, but I was like more of a tipsy getting toward borderline drunk. And out of nowhere, I come in, I was sitting next to Yvonne and I go, I'm gay. And he goes like, what bro? And I go like, I'm gay. And he goes like, finally, like finally you're coming out, you're saying shit. And you're saying like, you're being true to yourself and you're doing all like you're, like we all knew we were just waiting for you to come out and say it. But... I felt that the only decline to that was that their responses were, we're okay, we're happy for you. But then a month later, we're no longer friends. I'm like... And you think that has to do with the fact that you're gay? Um, I, at first, I did. At first, I did. But because of a whole situation that happened within the family um, with Yvonne's wife is what caused us to no longer be friends. So mm. 
I I don't know if it was more that she was that she was threatened because here I'm going from like bringing girls over to now I might bring a guy over. Like, am I going to now put inside their kid's head like, oh, it's okay when they're trying to teach their kids like it's not okay. You know what I mean? Right. And so it happened so fast. And so after I had came out, I went into a deep depression because I'm like, okay, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be okay for me to say I'm gay. And it was going to be okay that we would hang out and we would chill. But after that happened, it's like, oh, it's, I guess it's not okay because you guys base like, we're no longer friends. Like, I'm, I feel like I was being judged. So I went through a deep depression, got really sad, lost my friends, stayed in, stayed in a lot and went through a lot of thinking. And then finally I met a new group of people who I was just chilling, like I was just chilling with. And then I feel like at that time I was able to build myself up to where I was like, okay, like I'm okay. I don't need people in my life. Like if these, if people who say they care about me, really care about me are going to accept me for who I am. And so at that time I was getting better. I was no longer sad. I could see I could see the people who I used to hang out with now who no longer were in my life and not have to be sad about it. I didn't have to go out and drink. I didn't have to go out and smoke in order to feel much happier or better. And then I met this new crowd, and out of nowhere, we went to the quaff, and we were in the car, and I said, I don't know. Like, it was like the first time of us all going out together, and mm-hmm. I said, like, look, you guys, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And they go, what? And I go, like, I'm gay. Bet. Good. Like, doesn't mean we're going to judge you. And then after that, it's everything was Gucci. Like, we hung out. We kept on hanging out. I basically met the family. I told, uh, like, her. I told their mom. And everything was Gucci. We were all fine. And I'm like, okay, this is what it means to feel accepted. And so I felt happy. And so after that happened, it's when I felt more comfortable to, like, tell my brother um, to tell Rosa, Brenda, you, um, to tell people who like were like so like who I felt like were in my circle to s- tell them like look it's okay, and then finally I had to tell my mom, and it was so weird because I was I was feeling off that day I like my energy was was broken. I didn't like want to meet anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to go out that night. We had planned to go to the quaff. Um, to go out and dancing, and I just, I felt like, I don't want to go anymore. Like, I don't want to do all that. And um, I went home, and mom goes like, what are you doing? And I go like, I'm just laying here. She's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. And she goes like, aren't you going to go out? And I go, I was supposed to, but I don't feel like it anymore. And then she goes, what's wrong? And I go like, nothing. I just don't feel like going out. And I got super sad. And, And then... I was like, it was, my mind was just racing, like telling, like, Fino, tell her, tell her, tell her, tell her. And I'm like, no, I don't want to tell her. I'm super scared. And so I, she's leaving. I go like, mom, I'm gay. And she goes like, what? And it's, it's weird when everybody just says like, what, like, what did you say? And I go like, mom, I'm gay. She was like, well, do you want a cookie? And I was like, no, I just, I, she goes, I always assumed that you were. I just was waiting for you to do it. And the crazy thing about this story is that she she told me it was okay. Right. She told me she was fine. Right. Come a month later, I'm, I have a conversation with my cousin, the same cousin who you heard about two weeks ago. Um, 
And I heard from my cousin, and she said that he, she was talking to her dad, and that um, my mom was talking to him and told him that I had come out to her. First off, I mean, I was pissed that she's telling everybody, and it's not me telling. Like, I should be the one to be okay in order to tell other people. Right. You should choose who you want to know that you're gay. Exactly. And second, she when she was talking to him about it, she had told she was crying and she was asking why. Like why is like why is he gay? I don't want him to be that way. Like your mom? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like why and so I was telling her, like I don't understand why she um couldn't have this conversation with me when I came out to her. Like I would have been totally fine with it. Right. Like we're totally fine now. And it just it bothered me for a minute, but at the end of the day I'm just like, I'm not even worried about it no more. Like if that's how she feels, that's how she feels. I go, um, I'm not going to judge her and how she feels as a parent. Like if I'm not, I'm just not going to do all that. Like that's, that's her reasoning. Like I'm good. I'm Gucci. I've now told the people who I wanted to know, they know, and I'm, I'm going to come out and live my life. And then from there, that was basically my coming out story to my parent. Like, did I cry? Yes. Did I cry hysterically? No. I cried for a good three minutes. Only because there was so much more I needed I needed to get out and tell her because I did, was not feeling right. And she could feel that I wasn't feeling right. But I'm happy now. I don't remember the last time I'm, my mom asking me, are you okay? I just, I feel so much better. Um, I just feel like I'm now, I'm happy to be out. Like, I'm now, like, I can say stories about my sex life and people not get disgusted of like, oh, who was it with, you know? Like, I'm now, like, I'm able to come out and go like yes like am i going am i crazy like do i go crazy like everybody else did with everything rainbow no like right. i just don't feel like i need to be that extra like that what's the word is it extravagant mm-hmm. like that extravagant. flamboyant right like i can be that as a person it's like in your face right but i don't need my whole room to be full of rainbow flags rainbow stickers rainbow um Cups, like things subtle like things, like my my right. little pride flag on my table. Exactly, <laughs> it's little subtle things. Right, it's like I can have a couple, like one or two things. Like I got uh, a friend of mine who went to Florida and she bought me a lanyard who that happened to be rainbow, and I'm like, I yeah, like I I do that. Like I mean, I once I go out, if you look at me, you definitely go like, yeah, that's that dude's gay, because right. <laughs> it, it like that's just how it is. Especially like people like I feel like people can hear it in my voice. So many, like, yeah, <laughs> right? Because it's weird because, like, whenever I call bills for, like, my mom, they go, ma'am. I go, what's your what's your last four, ma'am? And I tell them, like, my last four, especially at work. I hear it all the time. I don't think you sound that feminine. Right. But it's, I mean, you don't have a very, like, deep masculine voice. Right. But like, jo- like, Joe. Like, Joe has yeah. that deep voice. And yeah. I'm just like, there's Sexy moments. Sexy ass voice. There's moments I'm just like, Joe, I need you to speak slowly because I don't understand what you're saying with that. Oh, speaking of, he said, uh, he heard the last podcast. Yeah. The Dating in KC. Yeah. And he said, quit having me reminisce about penises or he's going to kick your ass. <laughs> so. He's going to look at a Roku controller <laughs> or a Time Warner one. <laughs> He just wanted me to relay that message to you, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, back to what we were I saying. I can't make any promises, Joe. Okay? I can't because, you know, <laughs> we loud out here. And more stories are coming. Um, but, yeah, and so, like, now I'm happy. Like, 
I know that if you guys have been keeping up with us, is that I... Keeping up with the Kardashians. Just kidding. <laughs> um, if you've been keeping up with us, you know that I lost my virginity at 27. So I started going more out there and being more explore. Is it exploratory? Sure. You know, let's use the, I don't feel like that's the right format for the word, but I explored more and right. I was able to see what was out there, what was different, like what took me so long to wait. But it's crazy because I, I don't feel like I, I've learned so much between like guys, but I feel like I've been the same is that I, at that moment I didn't want to be held down or cuffed up. I just wanted to see, sorry, Joe, different penises. Like I wanted to see. Well, especially the size, if you if you've color. like especially once you've become comfortable with yourself and who you like, like you really just want to get out there and see what's out there. Especially right. since you've been kind of like oppressed for all these years. Right. You know, you didn't give yourself the opportunity to just like really come out, you know, and, and explore the different options and the different penises exactly. and figure out what you like, what you don't like, that sort of thing. So it's been oh crazy. yeah. That's it totally understandable. Like I made myself a bucket list and everything of like what I wanted to do, like naughty with the, like different type of people. And uh, I was a slut for a moment. Like me You're uh, not anymore? No. I've calmed down. I'm only seeing one person right now. And oh, I, okay. Yeah. But I mean it's it's a it's a, a situation type of a Ooh, what about it? Huh? It's it's a situation. It's just more like they're married and or he's oh, he's married. And scandaloso. Right. So I'm like, I like it. I because I told him I go, I like it because I like it that it's a secret. Is he married to a woman? Yes. <gasps> Super scandal. Right. Ooh. <laughs> And it, I don't know, it just, it just felt good. It felt good. I like it because of the secret. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not a homewrecker, so don't come for me, okay? Don't come for me. But I'm just like, I love it. I like it. I like, but the only thing I don't like is that I'm not able to, I'm not able to have it every day. It's on his time, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I can threaten, <clears throat> I can threaten and go like, well, I can just go grab some other dick, but... I don't want to do all that because then that's just like, that's too many. That's Why don't you have some on rotation? I used to, and I don't want to anymore. I just felt like it was just, it was too much for me. I was like. It's not that hard, Fino. <sighs> okay, professional. Teach me your ways. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> Teach me your ways. Stick, have, okay. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's was my coming out story. That was my whole, the, the whole lingo of me being where I am today, I'm happy. I'm happy that I can come out. Um, I felt that what may have caused more of like being scared of coming out there was my way. Did you um, talk to your mom about like her reaction after? No. I felt that it, it was past. I didn't need to go back in the past. If that's how she felt, then that's how she felt. If I... Would probably hear in the future, probably ask like how she feels now with it now being what three years since. But, I mean, you out. guys are so close. You don't think that if it bothered her, you guys would be this close though? Right. Exactly. So maybe she wanted you to know that she was gonna love you no matter what, which is why she gave you a certain reaction. But maybe behind closed doors, she needed to process it. Right. Right. Which is probably like every parent. Yeah. But I'd be fine if the girls tell me they like girls. <laughs> Like, hey, slumber party. Yeah. Okay. No. No. 
<laughs> no, not in my house. But <laughs> I felt, that shit somewhere else. So, but I felt that at that time when I was in the closet, still it was I was hiding myself more because of my weight. Like I see that there are a lot of big people. I see that there are guys out there who are um, chub, chubby chasers. So there mm-hmm. are like people who are. Um, who liked that? But at that time, I was like, I want to lose weight. I want to be something different. Like, I want to be feel you comfortable. You wanted to feel good about yourself, right? I don't want right. to keep the lights off. I want to like have them on sometimes, right? So recently, and I've, I'm only telling you in person. You're the only. You're the only person um, who I'm telling because everybody else was either through, um, was through text message, or through, um, or through like pictures. So. Last year in August, August, September, I was doing the gym. Like, I was doing the gym like around breaking shit again. Um, two, um, two to three times a week. And at that time, I was with a trainer, and the trainer had weighed me. At that time, I was being weighed, I was 330 to 340 pounds. I can successfully say that after you could do the math, many months. I am now a I am now two hundred and fifty nine pounds. Nice. I am. Ha- when did you tell everybody else? When I, um the next day, Sunday. But I wanted to tell you in person because I'm like I want to wait. I want to keep this for the podcast. I want to see her reaction. Oh, okay. So you told me in the person for the podcast. Yes. Because I wanted to see your reaction. I didn't want to have it planned and go like I want Whatever. you to be super surprised. I already knew because Rosa told me. I Dios. Now what? Mic drop. <laughs> no, damn. But I am super proud of you. I'm you've happy. Come, you've come a long way. Right. And I wish I could say that I worked hard um, to lose the weight, but that would be a lie. You didn't You didn't work hard to I, lose it? I, I didn't do nothing. The only thing I changed was the way that I ate. That's doing something. Right. But the way I feel... My definition of doing something and really trying to lose weight with um, focus and pride is by eating right and going to the gym, making the gym something more realistic. Like how Rosa, like with Rosa's situation, like how she's losing weight, she's working hard to lose weight. Like my position, I'm only like, I'm sitting at home, I'm watching what I eat portion size wise and going from there. Like I'm not doing anything. Do you go to the gym still? No. I haven't been to the gym since November. So six months. Right. And so I'm just like, I'm super happy. I was super shocked. I thought I was at 300 at the, like at the least, but to know that I can go on vacation and I can zip line with everybody and like, and be happy about it. So stoked. Like now I can do what normal people do. Right. And I don't have to be scared about it. Parasailing next. Right. But I'm super happy. I was super, like, now I, f- I feel comfortable. I feel more comfortable in my own skin, like, as you've seen throughout the couple of months. Is I, I don't want to say I, I post nudes, <laughs> but how people react to a it. A little is that risque. I, they are a little risque. Like, I'm showing a lot of skin. Like, I'm not wearing any clothes at through either of them. Right. But, but you're more comfortable though. Right. That's what I'm, matters. Like I'm able to post it and not care what other people say to, mm-hmm. to me about it. Yep. So I'm happy. I'm super happy. But yeah, that's, that was my story. And All I loved right. it. So I, I have, I see you have a notebook full of facts. We do. 
And don't fact check me, okay? And when you listen to this, do not fact check me. Um, but the I was doing I was doing some of the fact checking, and like the first Pride flag was actually stationed at a gay bar in San Francisco in 1978. Um, many um, when the creator of the Pride flag when he first came out with it, um, people had asked like why don't you trademark this? Like you should trademark it, make it your own so that um, people know that who, 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 what comes in relations with the pride flag and his response. Um, and his response was more that I didn't want to trademark this because of the meaning that it belongs to the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. And so he was like, I want this to be the symbol for them, not just, oh, look, here, I created this, and this is going to be in my name, like, forever. So I was super happy about that, um, just knowing that he wasn't thinking about himself. Like, he was thinking about other people and the many, 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 many people that are going to come after him that are going to be happy about representing representing him. And actually, in 1965 is when... In Philadelphia um, is when the first, I don't want to say parades, they more they mostly call them marches, um, is when it started happening. It would happen every year on July 4th, which is the um, Independence Day, um, Independence for America. But they wanted to make a civilization and remind, they called them rem, the reminder marches to remind the people that we are still here. We are still, we are still human beings and we still, we, we as the LGBTQ want to have the same civil rights as you, as everybody else, straight, gay, trans, bisexual, whatever. And so they started to have those, those every year, the reminders. One year they actually um, took it from Philadelphia to New York City. Um, And in New York City is back in 1969. It was um, November 2nd is when they did their first things. Okay. Is when they, so it was, it was pretty good. Like everything just how everything started and, within that time frame. Okay, what else you got? Come on, hit me with the facts. Hit me with the facts. I'm like, I'm waiting for you to come through. I'm just looking here. I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm listening. Um, just, it was just gooding. Um, oh, I did um, see that and the start, there are sitting presidents who actually have come out to recognize Pride Month. Um, President Bill Clinton um, recognized Pride Month as well as Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Um, President Clinton actually just recognized it in two years, um, one in 1999 and another in 2000. I believe for the same month that, um, of June is when they've, he formally advised that. And then, again, Barack Obama acknowledged Pride Month, but he acknowledged it every year from his presidency from 2009 all the way to 2016. And then, again, this year, Joe Biden actually declared um, it just being more of a um, LGBTQ plus Pride Month instead of calling it what his uh, predecessors called it, of more of gay and lesbian Pride Month. So did you know there's 17 different identifiers when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community? I didn't. There is. So you have lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender transsexual, two-spirit, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, ally. Then you have pansexual, agender, 
gender queer, big gender, gender variant, and pan gender. 17 different ways to identify yourself. Can you imagine? I can. Like having to go through all those particular types of uh, meanings and trying to figure out what is it you most identify with if you're more of like trying to figure out who you are. Right. So like one that I, I didn't really understand was like the two-spirit. So two-spirit is a modern umbrella term used by some indigenous North Americans to describe gender variant individuals in their communities. So it's people who see seem to have as both male and female spirits within their bodies. Okay. And it's more identified for indi- the indigenous community? Mm-hmm. North okay. American indigenous community. And then like intersex is a variation of sexual characteristics, including chromosomes, gonads, and genitals that do not allow the individual to be distinctively identified as male or female. So like okay. people who are both, both male and female parts. So Bex, like Bex in Grey's Anatomy? When she went to the hospital and George was yes, trying? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. And then asexual or non-sexuality is the lack of sexual attraction to anyone. So it's just like they have no sexual desire. You know, they don't want to sleep with you. They're just so not like attracted. Spirit? Um, no, it's more like it's a lack of sexual orientation or one of the variations, therefore, along with heterosexuality, homosexuality, and bisexuality. So it just pretty much says you don't have a sex drive. Okay. You're just not attracted to either the male or the female sex. Mm-hmm. And then an ally is obviously a person who considers themselves a friend to the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. Um, so pansexual is a sexual attraction, romantic love, or emotional attraction towards people of any sex or gender identity. So you can be a pansexual. You can, you know, be attracted to a trans, bisexual, queer, et cetera, right. et cetera. Do you watch 1,000 Pound Sisters? No. No? No. Okay. What about it? Go well, into it. Well, no, I'm saying because in 1,000 um, Pound Sisters, the I want to say like the final episode to their season finale, um, one of the main characters, Tammy, comes out as a pansexual. And at that time, she was dating a man, and so she came out to him. And I was over here thinking that it was something way crazy because she goes like, I have this secret to tell you. And it like went on for a whole episode. And she comes out and goes like, I'm pansexual. And so, of course, he questioned it. He goes like, oh, so... You can like somebody who is like transitioning. You can like, like you know, one of the many seventeen um, findings that you definitions you have. And so I'm just like, I didn't know. Like I feel, I don't know. Like I didn't know the many many names that it's comes a along lot. With it it it's, is. It's a lot, and I feel like as time progresses. Um, we keep adding to it, and it's right. getting very hard to keep up with the correct terms or the you know respectful terms of the you know the, the pronouns, names, right? You know, the pronouns that you know his her or you know because now like they De- or Demi Lovato's doing what? Oh, don't get me started on her. Like, do not. I feel like she's doing it for the attention. You honestly, think so? oh God, yes. Do you think Miley Cyrus is doing it for the attention no. as well? No, no. Okay, because like for Demi, I'm just like she came out and like we've been so used to Demi. For, like, who she is, but now she comes out and No, no, no. I think Demi Lovato is doing it for the attention. No. I do not think she's a sincere person. No? No, I do not. Why? Why do you you feel like, why are we judging her character? Okay, let's take the the yogurt incident. Do you remember that? No. I didn't see it. I heard it, like, I heard, like, two seconds of her. I'm going to look this up because I want to make sure I get this right. Well, Well, give me a, give me a... Like a summary of what happened. Like, I don't understand. Hold on. Hold on. 
Okay, well then, my last fact before we come into the David Lotto Boston. Um, did you know that Donald Trump is the only sitting Republican um, president to identify the, the um, LGBT Pride Month? Okay. He did it first just by tweeting out, but then publicly came out on, on a platform and said, I recognize it for June to be this. I mean, you could definitely come for me on that one, but that's what... No, I, I mean, good for him for, you know, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> so it says Demi Lovato was very frank about her ongoing struggle with body image and eating disorders in her recent four-part tell-all documentary series, which I feel like she has a lot of those. Yeah. Like... Like a lot of documentaries? Yes, about herself and her struggles. Like, all right, we got it. Like, you're struggling. Cool. Moving on. So she goes into a Los Angeles frozen yogurt shop, and she goes, find it extremely hard to order Froyo from the Big Chill when you walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter. So the comment sparked a back and forth about Demi Lovato's statement regarding diet culture and the impact on the store's menu had on her, which led to the singer's launch the diet culture vultures hashtag, seeking to call out companies that promote diet menus. Okay, so then um, she put, please do better. She followed up with the frame in which she wrote, so I think I'm going to have to make the hashtag a thing. I will be calling harmful messaging from brands or companies that perpetuate a society that's not only enables but praises disorder eating. So the big chill response, right? Yeah. And she goes, they go, we are not diet vultures. We cater to all of our customers' needs with the with for the past 36 years. We are sorry if you found it offensive. And then they were like, you know, keep in mind that we have people who you know, we understand have eating disorders, but we also have people that can't have sugar, right. that have celiac disease, so they can't have gluten, that are vegan, so we give them vegan options. So, like, when I, I read that, I was just like, first first of all, <laughs> very entitled. Like, bitch, this isn't about you. We get it. You have a diet, like, you have issues with your diet and how you process food and blah, blah, blah. Right. If you're that uncomfortable, why are you going into a frozen yogurt shop? What the fuck did you think you were going to find in there? Right. And I feel Air like and water? She was more, like, she, I feel like at that time she was trying to go, like, I'm feeling this way, so I know that other people may be feeling this way. She may no, have, she may have taken... No, it's just hers. She may have taken that out of con- like out of context about that whole situation, but like you said, like this is not about you. Like they've been a company that's been around for thirty years. Obviously, they're doing something right. Thirty six years. Thirty six years. Sorry, the big chill. Um, and obviously, they're doing something very much right to where they are catering to their customer and to their demographic type of people. So I mean. Big ups to them for coming with a response that was not. So is she gonna attack? Is she gonna attack everybody though? Like if you go into a grocery store and you see low carb, or if you see, you know, sugar free, like anywhere that you look, whether it's gonna be a froyo shop, a grocery store, of like anywhere, anywhere is gonna they're gonna list the ingredients. They're gonna tell mm-hmm. you how many carbs. They're gonna tell you like. Right, and that's. I mean, that happened. That ha- needs to happen by law. Because now um, big chains, mom and pop shops need to be able to place the nutrition, calories, 
what's in it. So that's a case, like you said, like people who have a nut allergy, people who are gluten-free, people who are vegan, like they need to make sure that they're like, they don't do that because that can be a lawsuit. But I feel like Demi Lovato looks at the situation or look like, or looks at what's popular currently and she runs with it. She somehow tries to manipulate the image or manipulate the story or, you know, however so it may be to make it fit her needs. So her coming out, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. Let's not cancel Demi because of this comment. I'm not canceling her. I mean, she can do whatever she wants. She is a grown-ass woman. But if you're going to tell me I'm going to sit here and listen to what she says or that she's going to advocate for this and that, I'm not going to. No, I'm going to take it like a grain of salt. No, because I feel like she is just trying to make a profit off of it. She's trying to exploit it. Damn. Look at her past behaviors. Look at her past behaviors. Give me details. I don't... I don't feel like I follow Demi Lovato in more of a personal type of type of light. I follow her in a sense of her music, um, her music, and if she um, is on any shows. I don't do it like this, like the whole her coming out. Like, yes, I did bring it up, um, but I just feel like with her, like her life situation, who she dates, who she's talking to, what um, type of situation she's in. I don't. Like, I don't follow. Right. Like, even though I am el rey de chisme, I'm just more of, like, more of, like, did you hear, listen to that Demi Lovato song? Like, did you, like, did you hear the words that were, that she was singing, like, when everything was coming out? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm more of that fan, type of fan for Demi. I don't honestly remember the last time I liked, like, a Demi Lovato song. Really? To be honest. No, she's just not my cup of tea. Like, it's, like. As we grow our taste bud dues change. But I'm going to hit you with another topic. An- All right. Another topic. Hit another me with it. fact. Um, colleges, some colleges, actually, because um, Pride Month is celebrated in when college is out of session, they actually celebrate in the month of April. And okay. they call it Gapril. Gapril. That's cute. And, you know what? And then when I had read that and I seen that, it reminded me of... Um, Grey's Anatomy with Jackson, Avery, oh, and Oh, Japril? Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this reminds me so much about it. But yes, um, so many colleges do celebrate in the month of April. Um, I d- just recognizing the LGBTQ plus alphabet mafia. Um, and th- their pride in like just letting people know, keep um, keeping people reminded and the awareness that comes along with it. I know that it's sometimes it's not easy for someone to come out to their family, to their friends, um, to their coworkers, just because they feel that they're going to be judged. But just to let you like to let people know who are listening and who are wanting to come out is like, it's okay. You have, like Ricky Martin said, you have a community um, and we are here with open arms to allow you to love you. Um, there are parents out there who want, who want, who will love you as well. Like it happened, like it happens. And so if you're scared, we know because we had to go through it as well. Some of us went it through an ugly, uh, a young age. Um, some of us waited till the we're 27. Um, <laughs> but exactly. we are here. We're happy. We're queer, gay, straight by, you know, we're, we, the alphabet mafia, we, accept you for who you are. We don't, I don't judge. 
I know that I know there are people out there judging, but I don't judge, and my sister can vouch for that. Like we happy, like we may look at you weird, but that's just our resting bitch faces. But we don't judge at all. Nope. We love everybody. No, we really do. Right. There's a lot of love to go around. We got some big hearts. Well, thank you, Fina, for telling us you're going, going, our huh? going out story. <laughs> your going out story. <laughs> My coming out story. Um, yes. I'm happy, and if, if anybody who listens to this definitely wants to um, comment on their own coming out story, or like if you haven't come out and you just need additional help for it, definitely, um, you know, DM us. Um, you can find us on our, on all platforms. You can find us on Facebook at Man in the Milf. Twitter, same name. Instagram, of course, same name. And um, if you're being ballsy, you can definitely go ahead and also try on TikTok. I don't normally check it, um, but if I get that little alert, we, uh, me and Carmen can definitely. Carmen does check Facebook, so she'll be more on it with yes, more for sure. with more of a response, and then she'll let me know. And if I want to, you know, co-sign, I definitely would help that, or we can just co-sign here on the air, but. Yeah, if you need help, want to give us your story, definitely let us know. We'll be happy to talk about it here when we come back in August. Yeah, so thanks for joining us on the last episode until August. What a great way to finish the month out for Pride. Your coming out story, just really hashtagging it. Hitting up on a few topics. And then coming in August, we'll be coming at you live. So, and then we'll be working on, um, incorporating guests. So if you're interested in in being a guest for one of the episodes, just shoot us a message. Right. Or even just like, if you just want to tell us a story and you need need some advice, like shoot us up with a DM. Not advice. I suck at advice. Oh. I don't take my own advice. (laughs) (laughs) Though she needs to. We can get on that on another topic at a later time. First of all. (laughs) Let's see. I'm not judging. I'm just coming for her. I'm trying not to. Anyways, thanks for joining us on another hour of Man of the Milf. My name is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man Man of the the Milf. Milf. Lego. Okay.